Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. It is December 2nd, 2020. You may have heard winter is coming. Holy crap. Sting's back. Kenny Omega is AEW champion. We're here to review it. And some things happened on NXT as well. But, I mean, come on. We we, we know why you're probably here. Lots of stuff went down. Uh, lots of stuff is going down at Fightful. We had Listen Your Boy today. Uh, the Distraction Podcast had Luther on the show on Tuesday. We had Alex Gracia. Her interview is up on uh, was up on Monday. And I interviewed Kenny Omega last week. But if you're watching live on whatever platform, make sure you leave a thumbs up. Make sure you like, subscribe, any of that. But if you're on YouTube.com slash Fightful, donate a super chat. That will get your question or statement read on the air. We'll be reading those all night as they come up to the appropriate segment. So donate to Super Chat. Get, that gets your question or statement read on the air. But if you want to directly support us, uh, subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. That is our premium news platform. We are breaking news there every day. I had news. Within minutes, I had reactions from AEW wrestlers on Sting's debut in AEW. We've got a, a pitch for Chelsea Green, that wasn't just a pitch. They actually filmed this angle on for, for Raw, and it was nixed right before the show a few months ago. We've got all kinds of breaking news, exclusive news that you won't get anywhere else over there, in addition to a half a dozen podcasts a week. So, uh, again, I implore you, subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. That is our lifeblood, and it's only getting better over the next few months. I'm joined by Alex Pawlowski. Alex, how you doing? Uh, tonight is a historical night, uh, and I'm, I'm so happy to be talking about this, uh, uh, instead of the stuff I talk about twice a week. <laughs> yes, on Sour Graps. On Smackdown. Yes. This is, this, this is my wheelhouse. This is where you get to see me not sour. So, I mean, this, by the way, you get two reviews per week over on Fightful Select with Alex Palowski. Good stuff. And we got rave reviews. Uh, Robert, you mentioned you didn't get to watch a lot of NXT because AEW is so packed. Other people seem to agree. 
Evan Wright says, genuinely feel like this is not only the best Dynamite of the year, but the best weekly wrestling show of the year. Fantastic top to bottom. Man. Yeah. How do you feel? This was easily the easiest show to watch in months in all of wrestling. And I feel like a child again. It's it's crazy what Sting can do. It is it is amazing. Like it's it's wild. I didn't expect this. Kevin Langhoff says, always been pro NXT since 2015, but Sting, I grew watching the Crow storyline, one of the best storylines I've ever seen. Dude did not talk for over a year and was so over. That that's gonna be the major talking point tonight. Sting is back. Uh we do have other shows to talk about, but Robert. Immediate impression, Sting is back before we even get into this stuff. It's it's so amazing. We have a roster right now that has JR and Tony Schiavone on the call. <laughs> Sting's on the program. Jericho's there. Oh, and Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks and Taz and the FTW title. This is like TEW come to life. It's the very strangest thing, but I love it. Yeah, we were saying off the air, we shouldn't like this. We really shouldn't. Uh, and... Like Aaron Entertainment says, I want Sting versus Jericho in the future. Buddy, I don't. All due respect. <laughs> after after the way that Jericho match went tonight and me knowing what Sting. Nope. I don't. Nope. I, I appreciate it, but I don't. I, and I was stoked to see Sting. Justin Lopez, as our overlay messes up, man, the, the team's going to have to fix that. They said He said, you can't tell me you did not mark out because I marked the f*** out. The beauty of it was that it didn't leak out, and we had no idea this would happen. Not only did we not know, wrestlers didn't know. I had a wrestler in AEW text me from backstage right before it happened and said, if you're not watching AEW, you should be. And I said, wow, you're really shilling it tonight. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, I flipped out over this. This was unreal. Unreal. Zach Barber says, when I say I at 31 jumped out of my chair when Sting's name appeared on the Tron, I'm not joking or ashamed. Yeah. My God. You what, mate, says I love wrestling on Wednesday. We got to review the show. <laughs> yeah. Man. This was so much fun. And by the way, the winter stuff for Sting, perfect. It was snowing inside of Daly's place. And I did not know I needed Sting with Glacier's Pyro, but now I do, and it's great. Well, let's get into AEW. They had the Battle Royal. Robert, what I liked about this is you're going to launch a bunch of storylines out of this this thing. Out of this Battle Royal, it's going to happen. Kevin Seat says, Battle Royal was okay. Are they running the risk of too much Orange Cassidy? Uh, maybe. But this is also a really good match for next week because you got Cassidy, MJF. My favorite thing on this Battle Royal, I'm going to say it, was Miro. Miro kicked ass. And I've been very hard on how they've booked Miro. This is how I want to see Miro booked. This was so good. I just want to say, I don't have Blue Chews as a sponsor, but you just said hard on, and that was a natural. Like, I almost (laughs) went right into it naturally. They teased Wardlow and MJF as the last two. Uh, Matt Hardy getting some big eliminations and some interesting eliminations considering the trajectory of his character as like as a guy who talks about all of his accomplishments, which I, I dig a lot more than the other stuff he's done. So there were some sub stories set up here and ready to go. And that's what I like about AEW. They are able they do this a lot, Robert. Yeah. And I'm a little surprised to see things like, you know, 
Paige got eliminated real quick, you know, and Hardy did it. I don't know where they're going there. I think maybe Adam Page is going to take the backseat for a little bit, but that's okay. I liked all the inner circle stuff. I don't like that they may already be splitting the inner circle into two separate factions, but I guess we'll get to that when we do. Uh, A lot of this was fun. Like I said, best thing was Miro, but Sammy and Jungle Boy had like a one-minute exchange that was just this style of wrestling at its best. Yeah, it it was... it's, It's just great. Uh, I dug this. Next week, we get the match between Orange Cassidy and MJF. Uh, Evan Wright says, The crowd booing the silver elimination ruled. I really like Dark Order going the extra mile to recruit Hangman Page. And him being like, All right, thank you. That's interesting to me. I I dig it. I I don't know if they're going to go all the way with that. But Page entertaining the idea of joining a cult to kind of mask his problem with drinking is very fun sure. today so like let's see where that goes sjg922 says any chance we see kenta on or okada on wednesday's next i think if you didn't see kenta tonight you're probably not gonna see him for a while guys that, that's... i mean who, but who really knows I, I didn't expect them to say what they said at the end of this show yeah. so you can never really be sure well, I, I've, I've i heard a few things along the way that that made this less surprising to me but we'll talk about that when the time comes Evan Wright says, just wanted to get my Sour Graps appreciation in. You guys can get your Sour Graps appreciation in by subscribing to FightfulSelect.com. Lots of exclusive news there. Uh, Somebody says, Machine Guns tweet. Here we go. Well, I don't have his Twitter pulled up, so somebody will have to let me know. I am manning this old bad boy. Uh, Jordan Hanley says, I love the idea of AEW crossing over with other promotions, but I'm interested to see what they're getting out of this partnership. Have you seen Impact's roster? Especially <laughs> their women's roster. They've got some good wrestlers over there. That's what they're getting out of it. Especially the women's roster. Holy yeah. crap. And uh, Machine Gun just tweeted, here we go. And then he retweeted Impact's tweet that said, Tuesdays are the new Wednesdays. In response to Kenny Omega winning the belt. Brian D'Amber says, Big dick energy on Dynamite tonight. Ready for that counter program now to see how the Fed counters. Betting on Sting being in a taker sort of role. I'm betting on Malcolm Bivens dressing up as Sting next week. That's <laughs> that's what I'm betting on. You know what? Let's get Jeff Farmer over there. Let's get NWO Sting on oh, over there on jobbing to Triple H in the middle of an NXT ring. Let's run it back. WrestleMania. Carlos Mendez says, The wrestling industry has been changed. Wrestling is worldwide. You love to see it. OG Bullet Club is covered in gold. And then Ray Callahan mentions the commentary uh, being good. Yeah, commentary has stepped up an awful lot on the AEW side of things. Robert, how are you feeling about it? Much better. Uh, In the beginning of AEW, JR was... it, It took a little bit to find his rhythm. Now I enjoy where JR is. I do think Tony Schiavone is the best play-by-play guy that they have, and he has shown up and shown out since coming back to wrestling. And he has proven why he was the voice of a major company for so long, and they really dropped the ball, I think, in WWE by not ever picking up this guy in the last 20 years. We had Chris Jericho versus Frankie Kazarian up next. This was not swell to me. I didn't like this match whatsoever. It was really rough, really sloppy. And 
um, the the end was just so convoluted, and I get that it was supposed to be convoluted, Robert. But for me, I was just like, ah, oh, man, come on. On a show this strong, this stood out to me. From a match perspective, I will just say, as somebody who grew up very much enjoying like mid two thousands TNA, I'm glad that they got this one in. But I really would have appreciated it at a different time in life. Mm-hmm. It it wasn't great, and the large focus became this inner circle drama, which, again, I don't like because I don't like the whole, hey, let's split and do the, you know, Wolfpack Hollywood. I, I don't want to see the inner circle split in any way. But at least MJF and Sammy will be some good matches when they get there. Yeah, and to me, I'm like, why did why did MJF try so hard to get into this group if this was the case? I mean, he told me in our interview, go check it out, that's because he wanted to become the world champion again. But I've not really seen anything uh, like that. I would have also much rather had a Jericho-Daniels one-on-one match just to do it because they've never done it and they both wanted that match so bad. But, oh, man. We're getting a bunch of tweets about the the crossover and we're going to kind of talk about that as it happens. Um, well, Anakin JMT says, whoa, 1K viewers, congratulations, Fightful. Hey, thank you. Reminder, guys, leave that thumbs up, subscribe, tap the bell for notifications. It really helps us. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at Fightful Wrestle and uh, on Facebook at Fightful Online. Make sure you guys do that. Uh, Cyclops says, how long till Arn screws over Sting like the old days? I'm expecting a lot of that integration, Alex. I mean, that's it's natural. It's going to happen. Well, they they had the thing where we where Sting and, and Arn had that little stare down in the ring, like standing next to each other. It just felt it felt like it felt like home. It just it felt yeah. like home watching those guys just like get like that little mutual like you know what part of me still hates you, but god damn it, do I respect you? I like that they have that there. They can they can draw on that and everything else. It's 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 really cool. So good. Uh, we've got the jam on Ryan B. Jam saying, maybe it was the Impact guys that attacked Mox. I'm thinking Good Brothers. Also, FTR versus North, Sue Young versus Abaddon, uh, Sammy versus Darby, Stunt versus Swaggler matches I'd love to see. <laughs> That's actually very funny. Uh, I, have uh, some, I have some news coming up on the AJ Swaggle thing uh, as soon as I sure it up. But uh, FTR, I mean, Ethan Page will not be under contract in a month. Like, he, they might be able to just sign him in AEW if they want him that bad, but. Well, I will say this, uh, Dax of FTR just tweeted out three minutes ago, simple tweet, just read the North. Oh my God. Uh, Adam Darwin says, as someone who's only been watching wrestling since late 2016, this is what I assume a proper wrestling show is supposed to feel like, pop for Sting. Admittedly, if you've only been watching since then, it might be a little difficult to decipher what a good wrestling show is supposed to look like. And I uh, respect you for hanging around as long as you have. Also, this might have been the first time you were able to actually pop for Sting. So congratulations. Uh, So Jericho says next week they're going to have an ultimatum. They're either going to work out their issues in the inner circle or they're breaking up. And I was like, geez, that's extreme. It's like I I I honestly feel like everyone is expecting them to, to break up and form into two separate factions or or whatever to implode yes so i feel like what this looks like to me and i hope it, it is this is them leaning into that everyone speculating and then like we're either gonna work everything out or we're gonna, we're gonna break up forever so next week they work everything out 
And then a few months goes by, we're like, oh, well, no, they're totally fine. Everything's cool. They, they addressed those rumors and we move on. And then when they actually do the breakup, it will come out of nowhere. If they did it now, everyone has been predicting this since the whole thing formed. So I like that they're, they might be doing one of these kind of things like a little mini swerve in advance. Adrian Zavala sent a super chat and says, but who attacked Moxley next week or last week? I would assume an impact name, to be honest with you. That's, that's what would make sense to me. Evan Wright says, give me 2020 Motor City versus Young Bucks, yeah. please. That sounds like a whole lot of fun. And uh, we got some Layla Hirsch love in the Super Chats, but let's talk about this match. Her and Britt Baker. Man, Britt Baker has come so far in the ring over the last year. Like, her transitions are so smooth and so seamless. Like, she doesn't, again, I'm big on doing things that aren't out of your depth. She never does anything that's out of her depth. And progressively, she just keeps she keeps wading into that deep end, but she's swimming. She's not drowning. She's doing really good. I, I rather enjoyed this match, and I love the finish. I always love uh, the lockjaw. Robert, your thoughts on this? I wasn't a big fan of how, like, they made the referee look like goofs. That's one big problem that this promotion per has. Per usual, I hate it. But outside of that, like, this was a great women's wrestling match on Dynamite. And that's too far and few in between. And I really hope they sign Layla because Layla's very good. Well, I hope they wait about a week and a half to sign Layla so I can get an interview with her before that. Uh, Zach Barber says Layla Hirsch is already what Chad Gable should be. She's so good at mat wrestling and it makes up for size. Yeah. Uh, also, don't forget, these people are out there wrestling in a 38 degree wind chill tonight. Mm. Yeah. Winter really was coming. Yeah. <laughs> Winter already got there, man. Yes. Winter. Winter had been coming. It arrived. Also, Thunder Rosa shows up, gets into it with with Britt Baker. This should be for the title. This should be for the AEW women's title. I have been interested in nothing on the women's side more than Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker. Alex, these are two television stars right here. Yeah, absolutely. It's a a weird thing that, that like, it it feels like... um, AEW's women's title has been like um, held by really talented people uh, who they have decided to do next to nothing with for the entirety of it. Like, it's like, okay, Sheeta, you're, you're great. And, and what, like, what are we doing with it? It feels like it's being held hostage by not, 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 she's not great. She is, but they're not doing anything with the title. So now you have people like you have a Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa program where everyone's like, well, this is amazing. Why isn't this for the title? Well, it's not for the title because somebody else has the title and they're not doing anything with her. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk more about this whole the TNA thing. But the big thing with TNA Impact now, Impact, yes. um, uh, obviously, is um, is that it their, their women's division oh, is God. so stacked. And if you could somehow like meld the two, even for a, for a brief moment in time, all of the possibilities are just crazy. Oh my, I mean, for those of you who aren't familiar and don't keep up with Impact Roster, we keep it up to date on the Fightful roster pages in the resources section. Go to Fightful Wrestling and check that out. But we're talking Deanna Perrazzo, Jordan Grace, Kiara Hogan, uh, Sue Young, Taya Valkyrie, for now Taya Valkyrie, Tennille Dashwood, like those are some really good names. Admittedly this year they lost Tessa Blanchard, Kylie Ray. that's rough. But they've got some real good talent there. Uh, it is dwindling a little bit, though. They do need to restock. They have lost quite a few names. But uh, also, guys, if this is your first time watching, usually we address super chats as they come or as they uh, 
uh, arrive in that particular segment, but we're getting so many, we're kind of addressing them as they come. Kevin Seats says, Callus tweeted AEW screwed AEW. I guess we'll ah. see. Joel Pearl, did Kenny Omega shoot Johnny Bravo? <laughs> which is something which is something that Boris uh, Nisnovich says, too. What if Kenny shot Johnny Bravo? I mean, uh. he didn't, but it would be funny if It would have been so much better than what they actually did. And, you know, Kenny Omega does have that whole goodbye and goodnight bang thing. Maybe yeah. he did. <laughs> Rafael Garcia in Alex's voice. Where does Chris Bay fit into all this? <laughs> <laughs> wherever he's he wants he's great near the top i'd imagine amir elkinary says revolution 2021 feast or fired match tony khan versus don Callis for full control of both companies <laughs> i wouldn't mind like a a team warfare match uh that would for be this fun. type of thing really wouldn't mind That's, that that would be a really good place to do blood and guts just saying follow says it's nice to see the man called sting and do that on dynamite it was good to see him on tnt made me very happy to see that Avery says, Wednesday night, the one day everything does not suck. <laughs> Man. And Cyclops is better than Wolverine says, Inner Circle has jumped the shark with me. It's running thin with me. Like, on NXT, Undisputed Era is getting there for me. On TNT, I got uh, Inner Circle there for me. Difference is, Undisputed Era has had a whole lot more mileage on it. Um, so we'll see where that goes. Marco says, I'd watch Mox, Sammy Callahan, sign me up. That's one that they would do. They would have to do that. A very, very violent match that I would probably not enjoy. Robert. Or, or Mox needs some friends. Sammy is an Ohio guy. You know, I'd be down for it. You know what? That does make an awful lot of sense. Evan Wright says, winter came and so did I. Oh, Yeah. Hannah M., who joined me for the NXT TakeOver prediction, says Balor, Omega, Bucks, Gallows, and Anderson. AJ needs to pull his weight and get some gold. Well, I'm sure they'll get Swoggle with some gold soon, so they'll be mm. they'll be all right soon, and it'll be just like AJ. Anakin says, can't the argument be made that Thunder Rosa and Britt don't need the title? It allows for more women's storylines. No, mm. but the title, in, the title needs Baker and Rosa. Yes. That's the yeah. issue. Yeah. Exactly. This is a situation of the woman making the title and not the other way around. They need yes. to make this title. They need to make the people care about it. Title hasn't been made yet. Yes. Alcade says, will the temperature in AEW <laughs> arena ever rise? God damn it. <laughs> I f- I'm getting Bart Simpson in my own chat here. Uh, <laughs> Drew Nicholas said, Ethan just tweeted at Dax, we're ready. And Dax replied, no, you're not. Woo boy, <laughs> AEW is going to get me back into impact. Lots of wrestling to enjoy now. I just uh, want to say, Impact Wrestling cannot die. Like, as no. soon as you think, oh, this promotion is is done, no, they're right back in it. Love it. I, I thought they were dead years yeah. ago. And that <laughs> just the, it's the promotion you cannot kill. So here's what I like about this. Earlier this year, you had NWA saying, we'll work with anybody except Impact. Well, that's when Dave Lagana was there. He's He's got the fuck out of there. He's gone. You used to see, like, ROH and New Japan and AAA or CMLL, one couldn't work with the other because of the CMLL, AAA thing. AEW's like, listen, buddy, we hold all the cards. NWA, you want your TV, your title on our show? We'll make it happen. Impact, you want anybody to care about your show? We'll make it happen. I respect it. I like it. Uh, Brian Hall says, WWE's made me so jaded these last few years. I forgot wrestling can make me feel this way. Chills and tears when Sting showed up. 
Yeah, yeah. a lot of people are, are really, really emotional about this, and understandably so. We should probably get to the actual match. Uh, Darby Allen and Cody Rhodes defeated Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs, and Powerhouse Hobbs was very impressive in this match. Jesus Christ. Also, I love the tidbit from Excalibur saying he broke Julian Edelman's collarbone at one point. That was a nice touch. The oh, oh, Briefly talk about the match, Robert. You, you know where we're going with this. Yeah, um, good all around. Love Hobbs in that singlet. Second week, <laughs> he looks so legit. He looks like the guy who should have been with Taz all along. Like, going back years now, this is what Taz has been waiting for. Ricky Starks is a main event star on the rise. It's just going to happen. And Cody is so good at making everything mean something. And Darby Allen, because of his size, he's always going to be the best underdog in wrestling for as long as he is wrestling. But none of that really matters. We know the match was good. It's all about what happened after the bell rang. Oh, yeah. Hobbs jumped Darby Allen. Dustin Rhodes tried to come out, but Brian Cage helped like turn the tides over to Team Taz. And then a winter-themed video plays. And as Tony Schiavone says, It's Sting! And I got quite... I got chills, man. It was unreal. And my, my phone exploded. And this is right before, right after somebody sent me a message and said, if you're not watching AEW, turn it over there right now. I don't get those messages a lot. Like, most of these people know if he's not watching it right now, he's going to see it in 10 minutes anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This was unreal. Brian Mahoney says, I feel like Tony Khan's being underestimated as a booker, even as a mark, as some would say. I agree. After the 2020, and not only that, a lot of people don't know this. When 2020 rolled over, Tony Khan made a a personal like New Year's resolution to be more vocal and like it's his type of thing, because there were some things he didn't like, and he was very vocal saying he didn't like the Statlander uh, title match finish either. But Robert, he's doing a pretty good job so far. So it was almost about a year ago, if not a year ago, this week. That that awful Dark Order segment yes. happened with the fake Dustin Rhodes punches. Terrible. This is a complete 180 from that. This promotion has arrived. They feel like a big deal. And Tony Khan said a couple weeks ago, hey, the balance and power is shifting. Uh, it might have gotten there with this one. I think this might have been the one he was talking about. It was so cool to see Sting, to hear Tony Schiavone call it. I think JR even said, my God, Tony, I feel young again. And it was just the best moment. Any other promotion, any other announcers, maybe it doesn't hit as hard. But this meant something. So AEW sent us a press release immediately announcing that they had signed Sting to a full-time, multi-year deal. And Alex, I felt the same way. I said, doing what (laughs) painting Darby's face because if so I'm in Thunder Rosa need a little bit of help this is what they're doing they're like hey Thunder when your NWA deal is up you don't gotta paint your own face anymore Sting has you covered is he running a face painting booth like at the county fair because hey if they're hiring him to spend the next few years handing somebody else a scorpion death drop yeah, sure. Just don't sure. make it his crappy death lock, whatever you do. Uh, which, which, by the way, Bret Hart had the balls to tell me was one of the best in the business. And w- like when you watch the interview, you can see me go, oh, 
Sting's is good, huh? <laughs> but uh-huh. I don't want to see Sting wrestle. If you want to do it once, if you want to do a cinematic gimmick, fine. But I don't want right. to see this guy wrestle. I mean, once, much less often. I, I, the one thing, I, the one caveat I will say is that I, I don't know why I want this so bad, but he's he's got to show up at the Hardy Compound. In one of those it. crazy friggin' things, just like because because if they could figure out a way to like like <laughs> Lake of Reincarnation him mm-hmm. into Surfer Sting just mm-hmm. for like five <laughs> five seconds, I would pop so hard. But the thing about this is that I'm I'm I always got to do is swing that baseball bat. That's yeah. all he's got to do. Drop a few dudes with a bat, like over the course of a few years, maybe ten guys. That's it. Like he doesn't have to do. He doesn't have, don't don't wrestle any matches. Like the thing is, I don't know how bad he was hurt, but the last time I saw this man wrestle, like he it looked like he was dying. Like it just it did not look well, good at the moment. Like that well, buckle his, bomb was so bad. His spine was almost severed, if you remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, was, there was almost a little thing called internal decapitation that happened to uh, the man. Yeah, like, it was almost real bad for him. Yeah. I, you know, I've often said that I would be okay with the Undertaker being like the Charles Bronson of WWE where he's just this old dude that beats people up. I don't need him to wrestle. Like you said, he can be a one man, 60 year old APA that beats up people with a bat. But uh, Robert, how you feeling about staying? I think he does wrestle. I think they have him do at least two matches. One will be a tag with Darby and the other one will be against Cody because of course, Cody, if he can, is going to get that sting match in. (laughs) Um, this is great. He can do so much with the Dark Order. There's so many guys. There's Tully's there. FTR is there. You know they're going to want to bump and feed for him. It'll be just so much fun. But it all starts with next week and what they have him say and how they start this off. I hope they don't drop the ball because we saw that happen in WWE and we don't need it again. We have a whole bunch of super chats about Sting. Uh, Evan Wright says Sting on BTE is going to be a sight. I got to see Sting play Gator Golf against John Silver for the BTE title. They determined the champion this week by who could toss a packet of mustard into a bowl of water from across the room. I want to see Sting do that. Uh, Zach Barber says they're going to pay him to swing a baseball bat, which I'm totally cool with. And see, I'm sure they're not going to pay him nearly as much as anybody that the Reds have to pay for in free agency. so And he'll he'll net better returns for them. Hannah M. says, Having Sting wrestle would equate to watching wrestler or take a wrestle the last five years. It will sour people in his mystique. Don't need it. Nope. This is so, so funny to me. It's that, like Taker retired 10 days ago, and everyone was like, wow, the end of an era. Like, there's no more remnants of that era of the WCW versus WWE. They're, they're all gone. They've all left. And 10 days later, Sting's like, hold my beer. Like, this is fantastic. I'm I'm so excited to, like, have this kind of a thing because it means so much that it's AEW that Sting is coming to. It legitimizes it in a way that, that very few other individuals could. It's very cool. Yeah. J.J. Lee says that Sting Pop was great five years ago. Now, meh. It was. I disagree. 30, I disagree too because it's thirty-eight degrees. <laughs> literally, it's not as, a packed house, man. As winter like, came, <laughs> <laughs> if if that was a packed AEW crowd, like the the, uh, the play, the roof would have blown off the place. Yes, it, like it's 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 a, a, a totally different thing. 
And like, I think if you could collectively were able to add the audio of people popping on their own couches at home, that pop would have been pretty deafening. Yeah, I mean, it was it was unreal. It was unreal. Uh, we've got a bunch more super chats about Sting. We'll be talking about him all throughout the show. Jay Blood says, not just Sting's debut, but the Sting Darby moment especially made me hype for what's coming. Where do you think that goes, Robert? Yeah. Sting has got to be the mentor that Darby doesn't want, but reluctantly finally agrees to having, and he'll give Darby some direction so that Darby's not, you know, jumping off of roofs with thumbtacks on his back anymore. And I think it'll be great. <laughs> uh, we got Anakin JMT says, is Sting the talking point tonight? AEW and Impact working together feels bigger IMO because of all the possibilities. We've got 1,500 viewers right now, and I'm sure a lot of them are very excited about the Impact crossover, and I am too, but we ain't anywhere near that if Sting ain't on this show. I mean, that's just the reality of the situation. Uh, I would like for it to be because of Impact, but quite frankly, we're doing not that many less viewers than Impact does on Twitch right now. So, (laughs) yeah, it is is a little bit different. Uh, Steven Turner says, anyone know how to watch Impact from Japan? If if you don't have them on Twitch, I'm... I don't know. It's I'll find out for you. Old dude, Matthew Makovsky says, best dynamite ever? Easily. It's probably the most newsworthy dynamite ever, Robert. I'll say that much. It's the best of the pandemic, hands down. And it may be the best ever outside of, you know, one of the first ones. This was a really good dynamite. And if this is what we can expect going forward, I think... The Wednesday night competition thing isn't even close because NXT can't match this. They can't. Yeah. Uh, Jobber says, shows like this are why I like wrestling. Holy smokes. Omega working Tuesdays unlike Triple H. Speechless. Sean, hope you get your Sting interview. I legitimately emailed AEW's PR within minutes of the debut to try to make it happen. Just to let them know that I wanted it to happen. Just to let them know. Hannah M says, missed it live because it was bedtime at my house, but I had eight people, including Sean, message me and say, Sting! Yeah. This was one of the moments where my phone went off and people just went, oh my God, oh my God. It's really special. And the fact that Sting can even still generate that excitement is so special. And it's why guys like him mean more. When was the last moment that is a holy shit, change your channel moment. Like, and you know what I mean? The kind of moment that used to happen all the time. To me, when I'm, I'm thinking of it and looking back, maybe Shane McMahon showing up, was that was a big one. A yeah. lot of people yeah. were like, holy, it's Shane. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, that's crazy to think, considering like what he became yes. in WWE and to like, just get this guy off my screen. But like <laughs> that moment, I remember I was sitting... I was on, this is crazy to think about because of what I've become since, but I was at the gym. I was on a stationary <laughs> bike watching on the, like on mute on the TVs up there. And I was like, holy crap, that Shane McMahon. I yes. said it out loud and people <laughs> next to me were like, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, no, it's just it's uh, wrestling. That's stupid. But like, <laughs> I, I, I was, uh, made me actually say that out loud at the gym. So like, it was a major deal that nobody saw coming. The only other thing I can think of is maybe, hey, Daniel Bryan's cleared to wrestle. And even Daniel Bryan doesn't have the reach of a Sting or a Shane McMahon. And the thing was, that didn't happen on the screen. Like, we got a press release about that hours before the show. And 
it was a make sure you tune in tonight type of thing, but it wasn't a, oh my God, turn your TV on right now type of thing. Uh, yeah. Christian Rogel says, smiling since two hours ago, can't stop. That's what wrestling's supposed to do for you. Yeah. That's what it's supposed to do for you. Yeah. JJ Lee says, can't get excited for manager Sting. <laughs> it, it would be kind of funny to see him come out there in a suit face painted all the time. <laughs> I think it would be really... Like, that's the next evolution of Joker Sting, is that he dresses up in, like, the Joker suit all the time. Anakin says, when Sting's Legends contract expired, did you have any clue he'd become All Elite? I did think it was possible he'd do something, but as I reported on FightfulSelect.com, this was a massive surprise to a lot of people in AEW. And I mean a lot of prominent names that did not know this. When the Mattel deal ended, I was like, oh, well, it was probably just something with his deal. That doesn't necessarily mean somebody's going to AEW. Oh, man. Just unreal. Uh, we get another, did Kenny shoot Johnny Bravo? <laughs> Andrew Nicholas says, I think Cody is turning heel on Sting now. Cody can be the new Flair, and a Flair turn, I think, would work big time for Cody. <sighs> Not against Sting. Sting ain't good in the ring. <laughs> But if he can make Sting, if he can be the reason that Sting doesn't get in the ring, like you think, oh, he's going to have a match, and then Cody just stops it, that's big-time heat. That's huge heat, yeah. That is. That's a very creative way to do it, and that's hey, that's one of the reasons I like AEW so much. They find creative ways to do this. Totally Blanchard wrestling a match anytime soon? No. Is he doing spike pile drivers? Yeah. I'm okay with that, I can, as long as he doesn't wear a mask before he does it. That shit's weird. <laughs> Uh, literally says, love seeing wrestlers on my timeline tweeting at one another, already creating dream matches between both promotions. I love wrestling. Yeah. W- was anybody, Robert, interested in Impact Wrestling one day ago? No. No, they were not. And now you got people. I, I haven't heard the term dream match in conjunction with Impact Wrestling in a long ass time. And I got a super chat full of them. Right now. Uh, we got somebody saying, give me Okada, Ricky Starks. That's New Japan, but whatever. Uh, Andrew Daughtry <laughs> says, Mox and Sammy go all the way back to 2005 HWA. Yeah, they uh, do. Aaron Entertainment saying, Deanna versus Sheeta, want to see? Man, sign me up for that. Yeah. Get the hose. Uh, get the water hose, not the female hose, you perverts. <laughs> Deanna is a friend. Thank you very much. <laughs> Brian D'Ambra says, pump impact versus AEW blood and guts in my veins. Right yeah. there. Yeah, it's There's so There's your blood and guts, Alex. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's, it's It's. so great. Like, the idea of that, of, like, your your guys versus our guys, and then, like, Kenny Omega has to, like, is is one of their guys now. Like, that That kind of thing, it's just, it just conjures up such old, carny bullshit that we love so much. Like, it's just, it's just a wonderful throwback that we don't ever have a chance at. And you were talking about, like, like Diana versus Sheeta, like, Get them all in there. Like, let's let's figure out a way of like doing a tournament. Like, yeah. get them all these women wrestling the the best of AEW uh, and absolutely the best of of Impact because they have such great female talent there that I feel like is 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 mired in a place where they can are lucky to get a thousand viewers on Twitch, but they deserve so much better than that. I don't really pay attention to Impact, but I keep up on what their Knockouts division is doing because those women are outstanding. Jordan Grace Hikaru Shida, yeah, oh, would be really man. good. Man, Eloquence says, would be cool if Sting passes the bat down to Darby. That would be cool. I mean, if Sting was like, I see something in you, mm-hmm. and, oh, god damn, man. Be just really, really good. 
Uh, Evan Wright says, just wanted to say they announced Archer, Pentagon Jr., and Phoenix versus Eddie, Butcher, and Blade next week. That match is going to be insane. That match is going to hump, yeah. to say the least. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm all for that. Uh, this wasn't a super chat, but somebody says, was this the equivalent of Bonner versus Griffin? That is a very comparable moment. For those of you who don't know, uh, the tide being turned in the UFC is often credited to Stefan Bonner versus Forrest Griffin, which was the finals of the Ultimate Fighter tournament. The, the Ultimate Fighter ran after Monday Night Raw. Very brilliant time slot to capture a lot of people who, quite frankly, were getting the hell out of wrestling at that point. And they're like, what, this real? They're, and their story? They had an absolute barn burner, and the the numbers went up progressively as the fight went along. So it was one of those call your friend, tell them about it moments. Uh, we got more fantasy matches. Phoenix Pentagon versus Motor City Machine Guns. Phoenix and Pentagon were in this company last year, but they missed Motor City Machine Guns. Uh, Santana and Ortiz as well. Oh, my God. You know, and here's another tweet from uh, Taya Valkyrie said, Kenny's the mega champion. I'm the Reina Duranas champion. This makes sense. Just a friendly reminder. Let's see what happens on Tuesday. I love ah. it. And I get the feeling, Alex, this is probably going to work out a little bit better than AWA Super Clash did. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Warren made me review AWA Super Clash 3, and they had like a lingerie battle royal, and it was the worst thing. Multiple WWE Hall of Famers, like Luna Vachon was in that match. You see the talent pool, and you go, oh, this will be good. Then you see what happened, and you're like, oh. Uh, Chris Rain says, I don't remember the last time I felt like I did tonight. When Sting walked out, my buddy and I had to call each other during the commercial break. Exactly Mm -hmm. what I mean. And that doesn't happen. If somebody calls me, they better be going to the hospital. That's all I got to (laughs) say. Send me a text message. (laughs) And we have uh, Jared Thomas says they mentioned Okada three times during the main event. Well... You, you never know. Well, let's let's talk about the main event. Feel free to continue sending super chats about Sting. I'm all for it. We yeah. can sit here and talk about this all night because that NXT it's not review. like Sting doesn't have his own history in Impact. Yeah, you can easily tie the two together. Exactly. Uh, and by the way, the NXT review probably not going to be that long tonight, considering not a lot happened. Eloquent says two yeah. belt Kenny. No, He's, not that long. He still has the AAA belt. No, yes he does. Yes he does. Uh, Evan Wright says, give me Ace Romero on Dynamite. That guy rules. Yes, he does. Big fan of his tag partner who lives about 25 minutes from me. Uh, who in AEW would face Shamrock? I think Jake Hager probably would. Yeah, oh, You don't want to see Chris Jericho fight Ken Shamrock? No. <laughs> you know what? You know what? He was supposed to 21 years ago. <laughs> that would be the AEW would do an angle. Yes. We're like Shamrock wants that match. They were supposed to wrestle at Unforgiven 1999, and Ken Shamrock left the company, and they replaced him with X-Pac. Run it! Run it. Was that the Y2 jail match, or did they get to that? I don't know. Curtis Hughes was around there then. Uh, Al Cade says, what if it was Paul Burchill that came out when Winter is Coming hit? Um, Paul Burchill is a very Serena Deeb name that would legitimately, if he got signed right now, he would step in, he would get in shape, and he would have awesome matches. There are so many people that have no idea how good Paul Burchill was because WWE sucked so much. But, uh, by the way, there was an AEW World title change tonight. (laughs) Oh, by the way. The match (laughs) humped. It was so good. 
I did not like the convoluted finish. I thought that it should have been a little bit more concise. Kenny gets hurt outside the ring. Uh, Cyrus the Virus, who has managed such uh, luminaries as Kurgan, Recon, and Sniper. Uh, I have all their Jax BCA figures. It's a very important fact. He is, he's Kenny Omega's buddy. And Robert, we were talking about off the air. I joked about an article you wrote. <laughs> yeah. Don Callis said, if Kenny didn't go to AEW, he would have been an impact. And I said, come on. Well... I guess I'm a two-time asshole today because <laughs> Mike Tyson went into his fight high as a kite and Kenny Omega's going to Impact Tuesday. Amazing. And I love that TNA, uh, Impact can get away with this because they taped in front of nobody. So there's no spoilers. So yes. there's a very good chance that like Kenny did show up and this is amazing. And the match itself, by the way, really, really, really fucking good. And Moxley did a great championship run. But now I can't wait to see what Kenny Omega does on Impact. And that's not the same. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I expected to say coming <laughs> into the show. <laughs> Joseph Farley says, I watched Renee's live stream, uh, her watch along, which I hope I, get, I can watch back because big fan of Renee Paquette. She said, you could see the tension in that woman's face. It was kind of surreal. Whew. I, yeah, I'm very interested in, in how this all plays out. Uh, Dave... See me? Whatever. He says, this makes WWE look small. They're in their own bubble. AEW is a part of the international wrestling community. WWE has no way to counter that. Alex, right now, it does feel very much like WWE is the big guy. But they're based in Orlando. And it feels like AEW is just like, come on. Mm-hmm. Come on. Let's let's see what we can do. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, there's. I mean, it's it's honestly, it's 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 weird. Um, uh, what happens in every single Royal Rumble or Battle Royal? There's the one guy who's so huge. There's no way anybody could get him over the top rope. And what happens? All the little guys band together, yeah, and push that big guy over the top rope. It's one of the worst tropes in the WWE uses all the time. It's it's a perfect analogy for what they're what they appear to be trying to do is topple a giant by by using teamwork. Like if they actually figure out a way of of making a dent in that kind of market share, like that's that's a huge deal. I mean, it, it does feel like they're the WWE just walks around being the biggest guy at, at school, thinking nobody's ever going to stand up to him. And yeah, no one person's going to. But if what if that one person? gets a few of their friends to stand up to to you with them. Like that's a different kind of a thing. It's a very interesting analogy for what might be coming in the in the in the years ahead. 
Don Callis is a fantastic shit heel. I'll say that. He's a very hateable personality, and he always was, to the point where it got him an awful lot of heat in WWF back in the day. Like, it just did. And I think this is a good role. I don't know if I needed the convoluted finish with this. I, I don't know if I needed that, but we've got a bunch of people sending super chats. Anakin says, when Callus said Tuesday, I thought at first he meant dark. Then my mind was blown when he meant impact. Although it would be kind of funny if he was like, oh no, we're, we're going to be on dark. We're giving that show some prestige. Cool. Um, I had the Don Callis jacked BCA, so I just think that that's funny. Um, that, that didn't actually have any bone-crunching action. It was a solid plastic figure. Yeah, anyway. because he was just the jackal and he doesn't bone. But, you know, <laughs> this is really, really shocking to me. When they had him at the pay-per-view, I thought, okay, he's Kenny's buddy. Now just the possibilities are opening up. And even if it's a one-time thing, they got people talking about Impact. We have over a 1,000 people in here talking about Impact Wrestling, and that shows the reach of AEW yeah. and... Sorry to interrupt. I will say their post shows that we do, the pay-per-view post shows, always do pretty well. People want to like Impact Wrestling. And now they have a reason to. Yeah. By the way, guys, if you all want a review of Impact Wrestling every week, our dude Steven Jensen does one on Fightful Select every week on the Weekender podcast. He reviews NXT UK, 205 Live, GCW stuff, lots of cool stuff. You also get Raw and SmackDown reviews from Alex Palowski. I do two shows a week. I got one dropping tomorrow, a Q&A show. You subscribe, you can ask me anything you want about wrestling, about news stories, whatever you want. Every Monday, I do a show that is all exclusive info from Fightful. That's all it is, and injury updates and contract updates. It's called the Backstage Report. Make sure you guys check that out. Subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. I can't tell you how much that is our lifeblood. I used to be the guy that was like, oh, I don't want to pay for wrestling news. It's more about supporting the people that are bringing you wrestling news than anything. Helps us pay our staff. Helps us hire new staff. Helps us give them raises, give them better quality of life. So please check out FightfulSelect.com. We will be moving that onto our site uh, within the next few months. And it's going to be uh, it's gonna be really, really awesome. Very, very excited for that. Uh, Evan Wright says, Rascals left impact at the wrong time, IMO. Maybe not Trey Miguel. He didn't get picked up, but Zach and it does, it does seem like they left at the wrong time, Robert. Yeah, bad, bad timing. But, but I will say this, <laughs> entry salary, probably twice as much in WWE. Fair enough. And I mean, <laughs> how could they have known, really? Yeah. How could they have known? Well, I can tell you that a, at least a couple AEW people had an inkling. And they were telling me like months ago that it's a possibility. <laughs> Uh, no word on, like, the Sting thing. They didn't know about that. But as far as impact, th- they knew it was as little of an impossibility enough to where they could casually mention, I would like to face this person to people of influence and impact. Uh, Jam on Ryan B. James says, Jericho versus Swan. That actually sounds like a really good match. Shamrock versus Eddie Kingston. That sounds like a very fun match. Ace Austin and Fulton versus Lucha. And uh, the Express would be great. Who would you want to see John Silver face from Impact? Um, Jordan Grace. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> really good. I think they that'd faced really each good. other before. Let me look. Oh yeah, that yes, of course. I saw that in Beyond, and um, they they did a lot of tag matches. But yes, I would love to see that again. Just two sawed off monsters beating the shit out of each other. Give me that all day. I'm all for that. 
We have Justin Lopez saying, these MFers are actually going to get me to watch Impact again. Words I thought I'd never say again. I can watch on Twitch, right? Yes, you can. And Access yep. TV. Oh, man. Like, Tuesdays were my night off. <laughs> Not anymore. Well, admittedly, little spoiler, we get a screener copy. I said, we probably ain't getting a screener copy next week. They're going to play that close to the vest. Drew says... WWE have the talent to make us feel as good as we did with AEW tonight, but the buck stopped with Vince, and he doesn't have what it takes anymore. Alex, you review this stuff at length on your own, sometimes 90 minutes. I completely agree. The talent is there. As we see with Roman Reigns, the story is there, but Vince has to be okay with it, and when he's tearing shit up right before the show, it doesn't work. Yeah, no, that's the thing is that when you're tearing up ideas that that have gone that you're tearing up for 25 minutes for the show the only thing you can come up with in 25 minutes is the same crap you've been doing for 20 years and it doesn't work like that there's there's no surprise there also like you could plan something you could say okay we're going to plant seeds of this and then four months from now we're going to pay it off but you can't do that if you're ripping up scripts in the meantime so, like, there's no way of, of, of doing something out, out of the blue like this if you're doing the same stuff over and over again. I believe that the creative people who work there have the ability to come up with really interesting, poppable moments. And then Vince is like, nah, I don't like it. We're going to do something else. Well, then you, that's, you can't do anything then. If you want a poppable moment, check out BlueChew.com, code Fightful. Uh, Anakin JMT says FTR versus the North would slay. Yes, it would. Uh, Ethan Page's deal is going to be up in a month. They still have him through this month, but I mean, what are you going to do? Outsource him to AEW in the meantime? Maybe. Evan Wright says John Silver versus Rohit Raju would hump. The promo would hump. The pro- just them going back and forth screaming at each other would be really, really good. Uh, I Chad- think Silver might make me care about the X Division again. Yeah. Chad Saban said, which return shocked you more, Sting or Edge? Legitimately Sting, because I had heard from people backstage in the months prior that, like, it was well-known that Edge was cleared. Like, Edge was good to go. He was coming back. Also, okay, I might say that Sting hit or Edge hitting that spear at SummerSlam surprised me more. I was there, and the place was, like, had this simultaneous gasp and like looking around like people weren't reacting because they were looking around like did we just all see the same thing this guy who broke his neck doing a spear like that was so that was a big moment injection says i hate the fact that people think these other companies are out to destroy and take down wwe i don't think that's the case at all what do you think not at all this is a an alternative alex yeah um what you want to be is to be seen as uh like one and one a You'd like to be at that point where you see, well, WWE's got to exist. Like you're not going to destroy it, but you want to be. You want to be. WWE has done everything they possibly can to be looked at as the only wrestling company in the world. They have been trying as hard as they can to be looked at as that. And what you want to do is show, no, there is an alternative to that. And and right now, the the only alternative, really, realistically, is AEW. And they want if they want to bring anybody else and and build their own roster, that. It's a huge more more way of getting more eyes on the, on an alternative to WWE, which is good for everybody. Beep Boop says, did Tony JR and Excalibur know about Sting before he came out? Have not found that out yet. I'm going to try to find out. But he says, their reaction felt genuine. Do you think AEW does over a million this week? The Shivani reaction, immediate, all-time great call on AEW. 
immediate. Yeah. If they didn't hit a million for that quarter hour, I think they might next week, Robert. I think so. Um, this was a big turning point. And this is a moment now where you're looking. You got a video game coming out with Ukes. And Sting's going to be in it. Sting's going to be in it. Omega's going to be in it. Uh, Impact made their people pull out of the virtual basement deal. I, I think there's something That's to that. A very good point. And hey, you know what? There, we can't sit here and pretend like there aren't a lot of WCW influences. WCW had WCW versus the world, and that, it had a host of different named New Japan stars. Them getting in on an Impact game that makes a whole, or Impact getting in on an AEW game makes a whole lot of sense, and another source of income for their wrestlers. Absolutely. (laughs) I love this. I guess WCW 2021 is going to miss out on a big star. Don't worry. WCW 2021 has Shaza McKenzie. That's all they need. Build the company around her. She's your franchise player. I touch squirrels. Well, hopefully not in an erotic manner. Says WDB is destroying themselves. Uh. Yeah, They didn't do themselves any favors tonight because we're almost an hour in and we haven't even said the words NXT, and that's okay. Yeah, and we still got a bunch of super chats. Uh, NSK says, I think we'll see AEW Women's Champ Thunder Rosa versus NWA Women's Champ Britt Baker in a bout for both belts before long. I think that'd be kind of a cool approach to take, I, but I'm very, very excited about that match. Eloquent so how long before Jazz is on Dynamite? Oh, God, hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. I got to get her on there once. Eloquence says, give me Miro versus Wardlow. Alex, this is, this is as Rihanna says, this is yeah. what you came for. Yeah. The sirloin bitches. Sirloin yeah. beef sons of bitches. That's right. There yes. you go. I got yeah. so excited that I called them sirloin beef bitches. <laughs> <laughs> and they're not bitches at all. No. They're sirloin beef sons of bitches. That's correct. Whew. Anakin says, injecting Impact's women into Dynamite is what I'm most excited for. AW, NWA, Impact, all intermixing. Feels like territories are being reborn. The Impact, or the, the NWA thing is going to be in-name, championship belt, and Thunder Rosa only before long. Because they ain't going to have anybody. Mm-hmm. Billy Corgan's out there making new Smashing Pumpkins albums. <laughs> if I'm Tony Khan, I'm like, listen, I'll throw you 15 grand. We'll call it square. Just give me the company. <laughs> You know, it's amazing, though. That still feeds into impact. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> JJ Lee says, was this the butts, AEW's butts in seats moment? No, because I don't think that NXT did anything to make you turn the channel. It was AEW doing something but, good. Honestly, the thing that happened on NXT tonight that, that gets me interested in NXT the most is a Pat McAfee promo. Yeah. That guy's so good. That was happening on NXT. At the same time, Sting showed up on AEW, and I'm watching on my laptop on AEW with the sound down, and I watch NXT because I cover NXT. I'm watching on the TV, and I'm like, Pat McAfee's going on. Let me check and see what's happening AEW because I'm going to definitely watch this live. Let's see what's happening. Oh, it's Sting. I'm going to pause Pat McAfee and watch Sting live because that's what you got to do. But it's it's they certainly weren't doing anything so bad it would drive you to AEW. Yeah. Zach Barber says, I actually feel bad for NXT. They can't compete with this. Yeah, it's it's Roger Clemens versus Hensley Mulins. It's not <laughs> the same. Like, there are levels to this, and there's nothing wrong with NXT. It's an okay show. But uh, 
Brian says, SRS, I paid Denise before on her stream tonight. You guys are the greatest duo in wrestling media. Uh, please support Denise's show. I think the world of Denise, she's doing cool stuff, and I get the feeling she's going to do even cooler stuff in 2021. Adrian says, does it matter where Zelina signs at this point? I don't even know if she'll sign anywhere. I think she'll be a bit of a freelancer, but if I'm Ring of Honor, I'm making a play for Zelina. If I'm Ring of Honor, I'm making a play for Matt Cardona. They brought in EC3. I would bring in people that are absolutely nothing like the rest of my roster because you got good workers. You need entertainers now. Uh, But, I mean, that does look a lot better for Zelina, Robert. Yeah, and the world is open She's got the Twitch deal. They've got Miro and Kip doing that. She's got the Impact history. She can go there. It's all really just wide open. And again, I was not expecting. I was expecting a good show. I was not expecting to be this amped up on wrestling following Dynamite. Have a few more uh, Super Chats to get to on the AEW end. Please leave a thumbs up on this, guys. We've got just a massive amount of content here at YouTube.com slash Fightful. But we've also... Got tons of wrestling news over at Fightful.com. We cover MMA, pro wrestling, boxing. If you just like wrestling, FightfulWrestling.com is where to be. Give us a like over at Facebook.com slash FightfulOnline. Hannah says counter-program with Stokely every week. How about counter-program with him any week? Anytime. Any week. John Doe says, can we get a four-way World Cup with AEW, NWA, Impact, and AAA? That sounds wonderful, and it adds some stakes to absolutely anything. I think they should do something like that on Dark, too. That would be good. Make people want to watch that a little bit more, because it's a good show. Uh, Orlando DeLeo says, give me skateboard sting. I don't know. I think he surfed. He didn't sk- but baseball bat Darby, I think if you combined Darby and like if you have Darby trying to teach Sting how to skateboard, that's good television. <laughs> but he says, "Give me that in an action figure set." Love the Raptors shirts on. Yep, I am. I, I'll tell you what, I am at least a Raptors fan for the next three years with a company option for four. Uh, Ethan Page gonna be in the Rumble. Cheers. Um, yeah, I don't know about that. I I would like to think so. But I think they would send him to NXT first, uh, Robert. Yeah, I can't see Ethan Page being a major get for the Rumble. That's not a knock on him. I just don't yeah. think it's like the, you know, it's not like AJ Styles. I'll say this. He is an absolutely a WWE Monday Night Raw wrestler. Like right now, you take him out of anything he's doing and you put him on WWE Monday Night Raw and he is successful to the limit in which Vince McMahon will allow. <laughs> Whatever Vince wants. I, I feel like they would jump right to Karate Man and it's over. You know what? Give me Karate Man versus Tazawa. <laughs> I'm a little bummed. I legitimately wanted to film a cinematic match with Karate Man. And I think he'll get signed somewhere. Right. Russ McCoy says, did Tony Khan broker a ceasefire between NWA and Impact? And what of AEW and MLW? Well, I think the extent of AEW and MLW is AEW doesn't pillage all their talent uh, (laughs) because their contracts did not prevent uh, MLW wrestlers from working AEW. That was the crazy thing. Brian Pillman did not have to confer with MLW to work AEW. And because those contracts that he signed, it said, oh, you can't work for this promotion, that promotion, not you can't work on nationally televised which is is wild, and since then they have been adjusted, which surprised me why Jacob Fatu signed there. Yeah, which and, is a big miss out for the whole wrestling world, but 
I'm glad to see Pillman on TV, and they've got a tag team name, which makes me think they're one step closer to getting signed over there. Well, it'll be at least until July for Pillman. He's he's under MLW contract till like July. Injection says, I thought Dom was talking about Dark when he said Impact. I popped huge. Uh, Ivan Drago says, AEW gives their women's division multiple storylines recent weeks, but now they have to give it more TV time if they're partnering with Impact. Absolutely, Alex. Uh, like This is something that we, we harp on all the time. Impact's women's division is a gigantic part. What yeah. I don't want to see is them to drag that Sue Young underworld horse shit into mm. AEW. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. Deanna Peraza was good enough to get over it. There, a lot of these women on AEW outside of Abaddon yeah. doesn't need to be there. If yeah. Abaddon shows up over on Impact and yeah. does that gimmick, sure, sure, whatever. Yeah, yeah. No, they're, 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 we'll talk about it. Maybe even we won't even get to it. But at NXT, they have some weird underworld thing going on where I don't, which, you know, whatever. Like, it's, uh, it, it, yeah. this is good uh, to, to be able to, to get as many of these really talented women from Impact where, like we said, they're struggling to get in a thousand people on Twitch to get on AEW where they might be pulling down a million viewers this week. Like, that's a huge thing for, for those women. They deserve it. Uh, Big Rocky 26 says Orange Cassidy versus Johnny Swinger is what we need. That would be funny. It'd be very funny. Evan Wright says, big fan of the Varsity Blondes name, by the way. It is a, a great name and a, a tip mm-hmm. of the cap. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to be huge. For those of you who are new to the show, we never go like this long talking no. to AEW or anything, but no. we're here for you guys. <laughs> we're here for you guys. Yeah. And I do have some more super chats. Zach says, I've dismissed Impact as a joke for decades or for a decade, the last time I watched Bully Ray put Dixie Carter through a table, guess I'm watching Tuesday. That's the goal, Robert. That's what they want. They, it's amazing how Impact always finds a way to stick around. And I thought, look, they've been doing some good stuff. They've got the knockouts, tag titles. I think Josh Alexander, once Ethan Page splits, is going to be their anchor. And now they've got Kenny Omega, so maybe they don't necessarily <laughs> need that anchor. I'm very interested in Tuesday night now. Yeah, they, they, they got the buzz. Uh, Colt says, Revolution coming up in February, AEW versus Impact show? That that sounds like a fun-ass show. That yeah, sounds yeah. like a blast. It's a perfect amount of time to build everything you would need to build. Uh, not too quick. It doesn't. It, it would have to drag it out too long. It's a perfect amount of time to build everything you need to build to get that to make that a, a, like a, a, a revolution. And that is a revolution. If you're actually able to, 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 to get... That's a funny thing. You're, you're able to get AEW and Impact really working together. Like for like the, maybe not the long term, but the medium term, that would be a revolution in, in professional wrestling. Evan Wright says, TJ for KO Tag Champs. So the funny thing is, like I was mentioning on a show today that Impact needed to restock. They needed to restock their cupboards. They're losing some people in about a month, a couple months. Some of these lesser used people that need some more seasoning, wrestling on Explosion and wrestling on other TV shows, would really, really be great. Uh, Speedpunk says GCW live on Saturday night on YouTube, free, can't wait. Well, how about this? I am interviewing Alley Cat and Jordan Oliver ahead of those shows. Very last minute, but they're going to be uh, on either tomorrow or Friday. We're talking about that show. I encourage you guys uh, donate super chats on on that show as well. And get these wrestlers who are going to be out of work, especially in the winter months, uh, some much-needed cash. Uh, J.K. Schwal says, so that's what a lights-off surprise ending should end up being. Shivani's call was great. Pre-interference, Callus added a lot to the booth. 
Callus Robert can be a great color commentator. Yes, he can. And four man booths can work when all four are on their game because I did not have one issue with this commentary during this main event. It was all really flawless and they treated it like a major, major deal. And then, uh, yeah, that's it for the super chats for the AEW side of things. Guys, we do reviews for Raw, SmackDown, obviously here. We have a Wednesday afternoon news show, The List in Your Boy. But uh, we also have the Distraction Podcast with Jeremy Lambert and Joe Holbert. They review movies. They do gameplay. We do live game streams on this channel. We have exclusive interviews. We had Kenny Omega last week. We had Shotzi Blackheart this week that I even forgot to mention at the top of this show. Uh, Beep Boop says, where do you see Moxley going after this? Rematch at Revolution? Or is he out of the title scene for a bit? I think Robert will find out who attacks him, and then he goes after them. I think so. And Tony Khan says no, but I'm not totally sold on. We don't see Moxley in Japan soon enough. Uh, If uh, there's a super chat that I missed, please don't tell me that I missed the super chat. Just type the super chat (laughs) and let me see it, because telling me that there's one that I missed does not make it pop up on my screen. So please go ahead and do that. If you, if I have missed one, because we did get a lot tonight, please continue sending those in because there was an aid or there was an AEW show, obviously, but even when I'm segueing into NXT, I'm sitting here saying, AEW, there was an NXT show tonight and we're going to be streaming a live Triple H media call tomorrow because War Games is this weekend, Alex. Yes, so crazy. (laughs) Like, like AEW completely dwarfed their go home for what is the NXT the, the NXT show war games is the NXT show of the year. This was their go home for it. And AEW dwarfed it. Like that does not that, that take something, but, but uh, this was very much a WWE NXT go home show. Oh, it was Leon Ruff and Damian priest beat Legado del Fantasma highlighted. This match to me was uh, Escobar's cell of a Damian priest forearm. Damian Priest should be one of the biggest baby faces in wrestling. He's cool. He sounds cool. He could be the anti like Roman Reigns esque. He says very little and it means a lot. But this was typical. Oh, big guy does all the work. Little guy steals the pin thing. It was all right. Yeah. Johnny was good on commentary. Johnny was good on commentary. Uh, they they had not one but two ghost faces in the crowd. Yeah. Who are the ghost faces? That's a that's a major talking point. Um, they oh do the God. thing where like, um, like priest says he's in the match to protect Leon Ruff. Like what I hope this, because they're, they're both he and Johnny aren't taking him seriously. I hope on Sunday, Leon Ruff shows out Yes, because everything I've seen from him in the ring, like he's doing some really, like he's got a really good snap on his head scissors takedown. Like he's got some really good stuff going on. I, I liked his frog splash to end the match. Like, I hope he shows out and proves that he's not this little brother everyone's got to protect or look after or not take seriously. Cameron Grimes beat that ass on August Gray. This was a great, quick squash match. Mm-hmm. This was awesome. Cameron Grimes has some really good offense. Yeah. Um, obviously, this is just uh, a, was a ploy to, you know, he's going to get some momentum, which I, I hate they do that, uh, before uh, – the, you know the war games versus Dexter Loomis. He ties the strap to August to August Gray, who slides out of the ring, and he's gonna like, no, oh, I'm gonna pull him back in the ring now because I'm Cameron Grimes, <laughs> and uh, and the guy he pulls back into the ring, of course, is Dexter Loomis. 
uh, and then he turns around to see him, and and he actually goes, ah! <laughs> like, like he's an old lady who saw a cockroach. And Amazing. I just thought it was a really great little Cameron Grimes is the, like he's somehow making this, which is objectively Drek. He's making it work, and yes. I, I mean it's only because he's so good at that ridiculous like. Ah, oh, look at me! I'm Cameron Grimes. I'm really scared. Like yes. that, that it only works for him. Jake Atlas beat Tony Nice via pinfall with the Rainbow DDT. Badass move. Yes. And he says he's going to keep on winning until he gets another shot at Escobar. I appreciate that. That's a babyface thing to be like, I know I don't deserve it right now, but I'm yeah. going to keep working until I do. That's a babyface move. Not winning one match and saying, give me that title shot. Yeah, that's that's great. Uh, I, I like that a lot. And they 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 got a lot of mileage out of he beat a former Cruiserweight champion. Yeah. And, and yet... It is weird to think that, oh, yeah, that's right. Tony was a Cruiserweight champion. What the hell happened with that? Yeah. Because I, I feel like he hasn't done anything with, with that prestige himself. Curse of that championship, to, like, man. Yeah. They, 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 use, they use that to, like, get over somebody else, but not to get over him. Look, look at, look at that title, man. TJP, gone. Uh, yeah. Swan, gone. Neville, gone. Enzo, gone. Like, yeah. Leo, gone. And yeah. No, nobody has been able to really jump past that. Buddy Murphy Ced, a little Cedric, bit. Cedric, yeah, Cedric on, on Raw is doing some interesting stuff for the Hurt Business. And Buddy Murphy over on SmackDown. I hate the storyline, but they're using him, to, like using it to, to build him as, as a person. That's great. But everybody else, you're right, has been the kind of a cursed championship. Uh, we also see the Kings of NXT coming out. They cut a promo admittedly Alex you say this is uh, one of the the parts of NXT you love the most are, are these Matt Pat McAfee promos he's really really good at this he's he's a, he's a he's a perfect heel he's he's he doesn't insult your intelligence with the way that he the, the heals and he doesn't use this you know he does not there's it dispenses with all the pretenses he's just getting down to business uh, talking about how hey we're great and you suck and and that that's that's what a heel is at its essence. If you bring it down to, to its core, I'm great and you all suck is is what a heel is. And he do, he just comes out and says it. I thought that was all good. We got to hear Pete Dunn speak for the first time in yeah. years. So like I, I thought that was cool. I'm this I'm really intrigued uh, by this War Games match um, because it's 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 not the usual suspects. It is on one side. Yes. Every War Games match features Undisputed Era, but on the other side, I'm really interested to see what those four guys do to, as a team. What do you think of the Zaylee Boa stuff? Uh, it's <laughs> it's it's awful. I I I don't I don't know where I listen. Like you have them doing sit ups and toe touches while they're underwater. I don't understand what what that is. And and like is this supposed to be torture or training? What? And then then uh, can we just can we get to the reveal? Like I don't know how much longer we're gonna six weeks, eight weeks. How much longer are we gonna do this thing where they're doing they're getting browbeaten in the dark by an old Chinese man by candlelight? Like how much longer are we gonna do? Oh, this? I'm very excited tomorrow for somebody to ask about this on the Triple H calling him to go. Well, you all say you want long term storytelling all the time. I'm giving it to you. How's your territory doing, pal? One of those. Like he gives these passive aggressive answers. Yeah, they're not sassy enough like Tony's were yesterday. <laughs> those were just sassy. Yeah, but my God. <laughs> Um, we got AMRO saying AEW must have killed the ratings. I tell you what, our viewership k- 
killed once uh, we started yeah. talking about NXT. It yeah. took a nosedive. People yeah. are just more interested in AEW. And considering tonight, there's there's nothing to be ashamed of there. We got an awful lot of looks at like the, the War Games teams preparing. And one of the things where I'm like, God damn, I wish they wouldn't insult my intelligence so much. We know who the fourth woman was yeah. going to be. Yeah, we we knew it. We knew it last week. It was obvious, and and they're they're like, oh, well, who who could it be? I guess we'll have to find out. Also, I don't. What was what was under the sheet that that Ember and Rhea showed to Shotzi that was glowing? Like they opened the the thing, and she like, oh yeah, is it like a picture of? A picture of Io Shirai, like inside a ring light. Like I don't know what is. <laughs> what, what, what was what was the thing that she saw? It was it was I, her on Facetime with the brightness turned all the way up. Yeah, That's what it was. Must, what kind of savage been, sits around with yeah. the brightness turned all the way up? Put yeah. put it on the auto settings, you freaks. <laughs> Come on, you're gonna waste so much battery doing that. Yeah. No respect. Uh, grizzled young veterans. They are going to get. A pretty significant push early on, Good. but this was an, a, a this was a match that went on a very long time. It felt like and did not have a resolution. Mm-mm. And I, it can't be like this all the time. But I'd also honestly much prefer them not waste my time. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. No, this was interesting because I like uh, I, I'm I'm all here for Grizzly Young Vets versus um, pissed off tweeners Imperium. Yes. Like, because obviously Grizzly Young Vets can only be heels. There's there's no chance that they can be anything else. Um, uh, and so uh, Imperium coming out and saying, we run this division, which is like, you know, wishful thinking. But at the same time, as I said, when they became champs and then, and then lost the belts, now you can always say about Imperium, they are former champs. And it elevates them. So anybody who beats them gets elevated. That's really good for people like when they did that with Imperium, Rizongo, and now Oni and, and Danny. Those are always, for the length of time they're going to be in NXT, whoever beats them gets elevated. I liked this match for what it was, and I love uh, uh, Zach Gibson, soon to be recognized as the world's number one. I love I love the, I love that, that. It's the one catchphrase in all WWE wrestling that I don't hate. I love just because I love the way he does it. But Ever Rise, I know they're Kevin Owens' buddies, and I know they're apparently great. Yeah. But to to me, like they they don't get treated as that in NXT. They get treated like jobbers in NXT. So when they come out and they beat up these guys, I goes go, oh well, now you've done the opposite of elevate those two tag teams. You've dropped them down because if Ever Rise can get the jump on them and beat them all up, then well, then they can't be anything special, and that's not good. Worth noting, I just got a text from another AEW wrestler who was very much in the minority and said that they had known for uh, a while that Sting was getting signed. Initially, I heard back from four or five people in AEW, had no idea, didn't even see him around in the afternoon. Uh, but uh, Brian D'Amber says, I just want Cross versus Loomis. I do too, but I don't trust them to tell this story, Alex. Nope. No, I I do not trust them to tell the story at all. I like the the, the thing about it. The, honestly, like Cross getting hurt and losing the title, like as soon as he got it, like I I feel I felt like it was it was it was probably going to be good for NXT and good for Cross because him with the t- I I honestly can't imagine that top of of NXT being weighed down by that gimmick and uh, the t- like the title around on the around the waist of that kind of a personality 
in this NXT. It just it just doesn't wouldn't make a lot of sense. So him being gone, now I want him to come back. And I know I'm going to eat those words when he does come back and gets vaulted up to the top and beats Finn Balor for the title and they do whatever the hell they were planning on doing before he got hurt and that's not going to work. So we'll see where it goes from here, but I don't, I don't feel like that that cross Loomis thing can possibly be done right. Not not by this not by this company. I like the idea of cross versus Loomis. I don't like the idea of it being the top of the card of a takeover. Sure. That's not something no, I no. think should happen. We have Timothy Thatcher's Thatch's Catch Can Wrestling School. Uh, he's got one of the the new recruits there. In the background, also we see the former Stokely Hathaway, Malcolm Bivens, courting a wrestler. Alex, we've been calling for them to use this guy for a long time. They have wasted two years of him. It's, it's crazy to me because there's so many amazing acts that would be perfect for him. And the one act they had him manage for a very brief time was completely wrong for him. Completely wrong. The two giant oh, Indian guys. They're completely wrong for professional wrestling. <laughs> well, let's go. They're that bad. That is also true. That is also true. They're they're yeah, they're wrong for wrestling. He's wrong for like he can't do any of the fun stuff that that he does when he's managing that team which is complete like yeah. they have no sense of humor about them. They can't. That kind of act can't have a sense of humor. His he's his all sense of humor. Like yeah. that's so good. Like f- find a way to get him paired up with somebody like honestly like I I don't know that they need a guy like him, but the rascals like like the, those guys like like th- yeah. that would be fun. That could be a lot of fun with him being like their mouthpiece. Him trying to keep the two stoners in line would mm-hmm. be yeah. very entertaining. It'd be very good. Uh, so Timothy Thatcher ends up choking out Champa as one of his students helps him out. Mm-hmm. Very interested in this match. Very interested in how this will go. Um, but there, there's not a lot Champa hasn't done at this point. That's true. And it still it still doesn't make a lot of sense to me that the last time we really heard Champa say like, okay, I got rid of a Velveteen Dream, I'm done with that. Now I'm gonna turn all my attention to all these uh these little wusses in the locker room who think everything needs to be handed to them. And the one guy he goes after is Timothy Thatcher, who seems to also have that gimmick. So it's a weird they those two guys should be teaming up to take out other upstarts as opposed to fighting each other, which doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I still I still love Champa as as you know no one will survive like that guy heel Champa is is to be the best use of him him being like you know sticking up for the little guy uh baby face when it's not him getting back Goldie like that's if that's not his thing anymore like he's got to be a heel to me I'm I'm interested to see how this plays out I'm sure it'll be a very physical match and I like yes, Timothy Thatcher an awful lot it will uh, Timothy says that he had a trap set up and he fell right into it. I dig that too. I think that makes yeah. a lot of sense. Shotzi Blackheart, Raquel Gonzalez, women's war game advantage match. It's a ladder match. Shotzi Blackheart, uh, fresh off a Sean Ross Sap interview, gets it done. What'd you think of this, Alex? Um, this is, uh, hey, they, they, they fooled me. Um, the, 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 the war games advantage match always is won by the heels because it doesn't make a lot of sense for the baby faces to have an advantage in a match like that. Um, so it's always, this match is always won by the heels, but it wasn't this time. 
because they had the huge reveal. Oh my God, shocker of shockers. The fourth member of, of Team Shotzi is Io Shirai. Yeah. Like we all knew that. I like that she got revenge on Raquel for laying her out. Raquel, like Raquel for laying her out uh, last week. Um, that's good. Um, but the reveal wasn't huge. And so that's not good. What, what it does signal to me, the, um, the baby face is having the advantage in this match to me suggests a possible heel turn by one of the baby faces. And I, my money's on Rhea Ripley uh, turning on EO because she's still, she's still, she's sore about that. Everyone thinks, Oh, look at you. You showed her so much respect. And I'm like, no, 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 it's, it's not about that. Like I respect her, but I, I don't like her. She's, I don't, she's not my friend. So I, <laughs> I think that there's a possibility that Rhea may turn on EO in the match because they have the advantage in that at that point. So that that also I like this because Raquel doesn't get pinned. If you're going to yes. beat Raquel, you've got her in a situation like this. I'm okay with her getting tossed over the top rope or yeah. somebody grabbing an item. Like, yeah, I, Ra- Raquel that, Raquel has really really improved. Oh yeah, in, in, uh, really improved. Like she's one of those things where like you know what the, the thing about this is that we <laughs> um if you had not that I want her in the main roster because of what they do to the NXT people, but if you had her on the main roster, you wouldn't need Nia Jax anymore. Like you just would like like she she takes she takes that spot and she's already like to me uh, a better worker and safer uh, than than what NX, uh, why Nia Jax is routinely doing on Raw and you just you wouldn't you could just you could just slot her into that spot and then Nia wouldn't you wouldn't have to have Nia out there like possibly injuring people. Please, Nia has had some of the most uninspired work I've ever seen. Yeah, not selling, not moving, just. Yeah, it's bad. It's not good. It's just not good. And we're past the point of more seasoning or improving. She is actively worse than she was three years ago. And you know what? She has had, not just, but last year she had two of her knees like heavily repaired. So there's reason for that. But yeah, the, the work is not there. Uh, we did not mention at the top of the show, but Pat Patterson passed away. They had a yeah. very touching video. He was known for singing the Sinatra song my way. And they actually had that song played with his voice over top of it. That was uh, pretty emotional. That was, yeah, that was very emotional. It was, it was, you could tell they were really, uh, everybody there was really affected. He meant a lot to a lot of people. Um, and listen, the thing, the thing about Pat Patterson, if nothing else, if you don't know anything else about Pat Patterson, he's the dude who came up with the Royal rumble. I was about to like, say that. that uh, that's the thing is like without him, there's no Royal rumble. I am and, working on a major Royal Rumble feature to drop that week. It uh, It's about the behind the scenes of the Royal Rumble, how it works, some stories that people have from their experiences in the Royal Rumble, who produces it. I think all but one person brought up Pat Patterson's name. Yeah. 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 Unreal. Unreal. Uh, Bro B says, next week, Sting walks out of the AW ring and says, so this is where the big <laughs> boys play. <laughs> Great use of adjectives. Uh, <laughs> uh, Anakin JMT says, Callus interfering was weird and muddied the main event, but JR saying it was planned and Callus saying to tune in Tuesday made it make sense. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I, I didn't like it from, a, from an aesthetic standpoint and a climactic standpoint, but they did make sense of it as best they could. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, well, guys, we have lots of content over at Fightful. Actually, Jeremy Lambert was putting together an AEW Impact uh, thread of of people reacting to that and posting the dream matches within those companies. Check that out on Fightful. We've just got so much content over there. 
Joe Holbert had a great feature on Kenny Omega this week. I interviewed Kenny Omega last week. I interviewed Shotzi this week. I'm dropping two GCW interviews between now and Saturday. I got Lee Moriarty coming up. I got LSG coming up. Got all kinds of it. Uh, Alex, tell the people where they can find you. You can find me on the Twitter at Alex Sourgraps. I review Raw on Tuesday nights and I review SmackDown on Saturday nights because I I just I need I need enough time to let the anger subside enough that I don't burst a blood vessel. So I do them uh, 24 hours later. <laughs> and uh, and I still sometimes almost burst a blood vessel. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Robert, you're starting with us full-time on weekdays at the end yeah, of this yeah, month. Yeah. But, uh, tell the people where they can find you. To me. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at DudeFelice. I'll be here all weekend covering war games, covering tribute to the troops, SmackDown, GCW, whatever else is going on. I'll be here on the weekends. Guys, we did a Tyson versus Jones watch along. I encourage you guys, please check out youtube.com slash fightful MMA. Even if you don't like MMA, Shaquille Missouri is doing some very cool stuff that you guys are going to like. Like, I'm just going to pull some stuff up right now. We got a UFC fighter reacting to Black Friday fights. We've got UFC fighters talking about their celebrity encounters. Uh, we've got lots of watch along videos that we're going to start doing. A lot of stuff, uh, like prediction videos, a lot of reaction videos, things that don't necessarily get old and you guys are really going to love. I want you to check out youtube.com slash FightfulMMA, but just keep it locked. We've got so much stuff going on. Until next time, guys, we're out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.